Welcome to More Than A Few Words, a marketing conversation for business owners. This is your host, Lorraine Ball. You know, I have been making content for 20 plus years. And even though I've done it for a long time, I still struggle with how to get my content to stand out. And so that's why I've invited Jeffrey Klein to come back and talk to us once again about content. He's got a new book out right now called The Content Beast, and there'll be a link in the show notes. He's also a story guy, a TEDx speaker, an adjunct professor, and a content producer. And I am so excited to have him back. Hey, Jeffrey, how are you? I'm just as excited to be here, Lorraine. So thanks for having me back. I loved our initial conversation. I've loved the interactions we've had since then. And I'm just really happy to be here. Well, I'm excited and I'm excited because I'm going to learn something. So let's dive in. I'm making content. How do I make it special? How do I make it leap off the page and into the hearts and minds of my audience? So it's somewhat simple and somewhat complicated. I think, you know, a lot of people make content and base it on the general way about their business. They make it about themselves, which is, you know, if you have a business, you want to talk about your business, the messaging. And I think that's not the right approach. In my book, and something I've been talking about for a long time is the 11th commandment. Know thy audience. The way you stand out is by knowing your audience. So you need to know who are the people. Because when I ask people, who's your audience? A lot of people say, oh, anyone, everyone, you know, um, or, or that's way too broad. Mm-hmm. And if you create content that's too broad, it's going to get lost. You need to have it, you know, you need to have your target audience. You need to have that buyer persona really clear uh, so that when you're creating content, when you're thinking about creating content, you're creating content that is specific, that's going to relate to them, that's going to resonate with them, that's going to connect with them. Because once you connect that content to them and their needs and their interests and their pain, that's when it's going to really have impact. Absolutely. You know, I always think about the example of sitting with your friends and your grandmother. And you're going to tell a story and you're going to tell the story differently if you tell it to your friends and if you tell it to your grandmother. And that's really kind of at the heart of what you're saying is that you got to know who you're talking to to know how to make it interesting to them. Well, not only that, you, you point out, uh, I was going there in a minute, but you went there already, which is story. So <laughs> you need to know your audience to know what kinds of stories are going to resonate them because telling the story is the best way to communicate. It's the best way to create content that's going to actually resonate with people. You know, uh, there are a lot of people who are f- fixated on telling the facts, you know, especially in certain industries that are data driven, whether it's kind of financial or things of that nature. And that's not going to get people to actually behave the way you want them to. That's not going to get them to take the action by enveloping it in a story. That is the shortest distance to connect with someone. So that's why the content beast is about your need to feed the beast. You need to feed the beast the right kind of content. And you start by understanding who your audience is. And then it's about what are the stories that matter to them? What are the messages that the story shares that are going to resonate so that they then take the action. It's all about getting your audience to take that next step, that call to action that often ends a lot of marketing messages. But if you tell them a story, then they get emotionally connected. And that is when they'll end up 
you know, tipping over to doing that next action. Okay, so let's maybe break this down into some steps. I have a story I want to tell, but how does that translate into content? How do I build content that tells a story? You know, I go back, way back to what I refer to as the godfather of story, who Aristotle. Now, Aristotle is credited with coming up with a three-act structure. Good stories, great stories, have a beginning, a middle, and an end. And so then the question is, okay, great. I need to tell a story. I need to have a beginning, middle, and end. But what should the beginning be? What should the middle be? What should the end be? And that's why I created the story pad as a tool for people to basically, you know, put in the three elements. So the beginning, the P-A-D, represents the beginning, the middle, and the end. So the P is the beginning, the A is the middle, and the D is the end. So the, the P is what we just talked about. You have to know your audience. You have to know their pain or their problem. And you need to start with it. Because if you're writing a story, whether it's a video or it's a blog or whatever it may be, or it's an ad, and you don't capture their attention right away, you've lost. Mm -hmm. So you got to say, you know, hey, do you have this problem? And if if I'm someone who does, I'm going to be like, yes. And if I'm someone who doesn't, then I'm not your audience. And you move on to somebody else. And so the P, the pain, the problem of the audience you're trying to reach is where you start. And then the A, lo and behold, is the answer which is your product or service. So your, your target audience has a problem that you can solve, and here's the answer. Now, a lot of businesses who do that right stop there. They have a problem and a solution, and that's where they stop. And the D, that end of the story, is really important and makes a big difference, and that's what the D stands for. The difference it makes, the impact it has on that person or their business. And it's a lot of marketing talks about when, what you need to do when you're taking that customer along the journey is the transformation of what life will be like when you use my product or service. So you have a problem and I have the solution for you. And when you use our product or service, this is what life will look like. And it's amazing. You know, obviously, it's the happy ending at the end. Is like, So you start off with like, oh, and I'll, I'll give you an example. Just to, I always say the people that are sadly really good at this are uh, – private uh our plaintiff attorneys you know um who are the ambulance chasers that get a bad reputation but they're pretty good at telling a story if you go on a, a subway i see it all the time have you been injured in an accident yes i have call the services of lorraine and jeffrey we can help you and then what happens once we help you you will be compensated you'll be made whole you'll be way better off you'll be in a position to live a happier life because now you're dealing, you're able to treat yourself to the, you know, to get over whatever injuries you have and all the other things that happen. And so it's a really simple structure, you know, that um, people need to know. It's simple. Keep it simple, but make sure you know your audience first, so you know what their pain or their problem is. You know what matters to them, and then you can craft a story that's going to really resonate with them. So when you're crafting these stories, and obviously the attorneys are very in-your-face salesy. Maybe a little too much. Can you use this model really to do just informative content, maybe that doesn't always feel as heavily push-oriented? Because I think, I think there's a place for both. Definitely. And I think, you know, there, there's more direct and indirect versions 
-hmm. of telling your story. Uh, one of the ways I think that's really good for telling a story is using a case study or a testimonial. So you're not saying, hey, Lorraine, have you been injured in an accident? You say, hey, I once, you know, we had a client who had this problem that came to us and was like, can you help us with this? And this is what we did. And this was the solution. So you're really, and better yet, having your client tell the story. I was having such a horrible challenge. I didn't know what to do. But then I got in touch with Lorraine. She, she had all these tools and, and helped me solve this problem. And now business is awesome. Hearing it from someone else is, is I think, one of the best ways to really resonate with other people. Because then people relate to the person telling it because it happened to them. I'm like, oh, I'm just like them. Oh, so wait, if I'm just like them, then if I go use Lorraine, I'll be just as happy and, and solve the problem. So I, I love the testimonies and the case studies. I think they, the reason they're used as often as they are is because they really work. As I'm trying to put my stories together and create content, is there a mistake that I should avoid? The easiest one that a lot of people make is stop thinking about how great you are. You're going to have to eat a little bit of humble pie. I have this expression I've been using for a long time, and it's also in my book, which is the newsflash, that nobody cares about what you can do. And you're, I talk to business owners like, what do you mean nobody cares? I worked so hard to build up this thing and to get all this. Nobody cares about what you can do. They only People only care about what you can do for them. Mm -hmm. It's the WIIFM radio station. What's in it for me? If you're not, so the, the, the mistake that people make is they're like, we've been established since 1931, which a lot of people say for credibility. But I, I love, there's a, a friend of mine, James Robolata, who talks about the difference between credibility and relatability. And it's really, I, know, isn't a, I just love it. And that's why I talk about it. We're always trying to, to prove ourselves. I think often in the way we communicate and the message is less about well, you have to have a threshold of credibility. You can't, you know, say, Oh, well, I'm not really a lawyer, but I can fix your law legal problem. Well, once you get past that, I think it's much more important that your stories and your messages relate to people rather than trying to prove how great you are. We just won another award. I don't care. How does that relate to me? You know, like I'm happy you won an award, but unless it's going to help me with my problems, I'm not that interested. And so I think the mistake is thinking that all these great things you have about yourself are important. They're important only in as much as they can showcase to someone how you can help them. Awesome. I can't believe how fast the time just whizzed by. Jeffrey, thank you so much. Thank you. It's been a real pleasure as always. And if you've enjoyed Jeffrey's comments and you are curious about the Content Beast, there's going to be a link in the show notes where you can get not only access to a copy of the book, but there's all sorts of other resources that go along with it. This is a fabulous package and you guys should check it out. And if you're looking for other resources for your business, be sure to check out our toolbox. Look for MTFW wherever you listen to podcasts. This has been another episode of More Than A Few Words. Thanks for listening.